Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch a ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Good morning and welcome to Hitch a Ride with Haley. It's Wednesday morning and our first track today was Safe and Sound. That 
Steam Musk's beautiful new little beginner dance. Uh, check that one out if you haven't done it yet. So I can't believe it's Halloween week already. Where has 2020 gone? It's just disappeared. But as we begin to celebrate, it's made me wonder a little bit about what other people do all around the world and how they celebrate. And of course, that's what we do every week. So if you hitch a ride with me, we're going to find out a little bit more today. And if you have any cool traditions that you do every year at home, please do come into the chat room and let me know. I'd love to hear about them. So first of all, I'm going to see who has joined us in the chat room already. Hello, Sandra Burns. She says, I'll be listening, but going to be sign writing vans. So no Giffing, jiffing, giffing until tea time. I won't start that discussion again today unless I can get a sneaky jiff here and there. That would be great, Sandra. Thank you for joining us anyway. Jim Sankovich, good morning all from well-rested US. Love the time change, he says, until next week when it happens here. Oh, well, Jim, enjoy your easy morning. And Dave Morgan is in the house too. Our very own famous Dave Morgan. He says, good morning, Haley. We are tuned in. Say So hello to the whole Morgan family. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Blair. Hi, Blake. I hope you're having, having a fabulous half term. A uh, great gif there, actually, from Jim, too. Halloween. It's, this is Halloween. I can't believe it. And Sandra Burns is saying, Halloween traditions, turn the lights off and hide behind the sofa. Well, that might be a bit easier this year because some are choosing not to trick or treat and some are choosing to trick or trick or treat. And it was a bit of a discussion in my class, actually, this week, because I've decided not to this year with my children. I'm going to play it safe, but many are, and it's very interesting as to what your reasons would be, and I totally understand both sides of the coin, because I'm a little bit split. Anyway, first of all today, we are going to just talk a little bit about what happens around the world with people celebrating Halloween. I'm going to start off with a little bit of a fun quiz. I can see some of us are listening but not in the chat room at the moment. So if you are listening and you have a message, jump in the chat room because this is a bit of fun. I'm going to give you a Halloween tradition or belief and then you can tell me which country you think it's from. Now you can guess anywhere in the world for this. It'll be fun to see what, what you think or where you think these suggestions come from. All right, number one up first. So in this place, they eat almond-flavored biscotti cookies and they call them bones of the dead. And number two, this tradition, children carve scary faces into turnips, potatoes, and other root vegetables. So these are two different places. Where do you think they are? The first that eat the biscotti, the bones of the dead, and the second that carve scary faces, not just into pumpkins, but into turnips and other root vegetables too. So while we're talking about potatoes, do you remember this dance? This one is up next, Meat and Potato Man. Like my steak well done Potatoes fried Football games on Monday night It's just who I am A meat and potato man I like my coffee black 
old TV shows My women hot and my beer ice cold It's just who I am Needing potato man I don't like caviar Sushi bars The IRS are phony stars I'm a haggard fan Needing potato man Like my fishing holes, lightning bugs, flattened scrugs, and my woman's love. It's just who I am, meeting potato man. I like my Wrangler jeans, cowboy boots, cornbread and beans, and country roots. It's just who I am, a meeting potato man. I don't like politics, hypocrites, folks with poodles dressed like kids. I'm a hound dog fan, a meeting potato man. Yeah, that's just what I am, a meeting potato man. That was Meat and Potato Man. That's a Norm Gifford choreography there. Okay, we're just playing a little guessing game here to see where you think these traditions come from. I'm talking about traditions uh, relating to Halloween that travel all around the world. And my first one was they eat almond-flavoured biscotti cookies called Bones of the Dead. Where do you think they would do this? Um, I'm getting guesses via inbox, guys. Don't be shy. Please come into the chat room and put it on the page if you want to guess. Uh, one of the guesses here was Italy. And yes, you're very close. The answer is Sicily. In Sicily, they do this. Question number two. Children carve scary faces into turnips, potatoes, and other root vegetables. Where do you think that happens? And um, again, two messages via inbox please come and put these on the chat room uh, one was the united kingdom which is very good and the other says granny's house <laughs> so yep cool actually the answer is scotland children carve scary faces into turnips potatoes and other root vegetables well i must be quite far north because i did this i used to carve a turnip when i was very young i remember car carving a turnip as a kid i would love to know if you did this too or was it strictly pumpkins I believe in America, and you can tell me, Jim, if you're still in the chat room, if it has been strictly pumpkins for a long time there for you. In the chat room here is Dave Baycroft joining us. He says, hi all. Great to see you, Dave. How are you? And some of these comments, again, we mentioned it before, they come in, but they come in late. So I do catch up with them when I can. Leslie Kidd is saying, morning, Haley. Have you on while I'm working from home? Thanks so much for having me there, Leslie. All right, I'm going to ask you another two questions now and feel free to guess away on these ones so are you ready question number three this is a place where people pull all their knives put all their knives away so the spirits that return do not get injured they put all of their knives in the drawer and hide them away wow i wouldn't have thought knives would have injured a spirit but but 
you know, great to be prepared, guys. And question number four, people have feasts of wine and chestnuts at the cemetery. So where does this happen? Again, two different places. The third is they put their knives away so the spirits can't get damaged. And the fourth is that they have feasts of wine and chestnuts actually in the cemetery. And uh, anywhere with wine sounds good to me. And so this is time for our next track. I have I look for any excuse to play this particular track. Strawberry wine. Absolutely love it. was working through college on my grandpa's farm I was thirsting for knowledge and he had a car yeah I was caught somewhere between a woman and a child one restless summer found love growing wild on the banks of the river on a well-beaten path it's funny how those memories they last like strawberry wine seventeen the hot july moon saw everything my first taste of Biggest fear was September when he had to go. A few cards and letters and one long distance call. We drifted away like the leaves in the fall.
bit of Deanna Carter there, one of my all-time favourite songs, and the dance was Strawberry Waltz, choreographed by Peter Metelnik. Do you remember it? Okay, we're having a bit of a trip, Hitchhikers, around the world as we celebrate Halloween. And remember, if you have any traditions that you would like to share, let me know in the chat room. I'm welcoming a few more of you into the chat room, so good morning. Maureen Clemson, how lovely to have you with us today. Day. I miss you. I haven't seen you for such a long time. Bodil, hello, good morning. She says, Hi, Haley, and everyone need to work but listening. That's so good to have you with us tuned in. Uh, I was asking about pumpkins. We have a great little gif there from Jim with uh, Welcome, Great Pumpkin. And Pauline Bra Baycroft is here too. Hello, my lovely friend. She says, They call them Swedes down south. So uh, I've, I've had a conversation actually at a dance event about whether they're Swedes or turnips. I remember having a good chat about that once because uh, what, what else is there to talk about in a dance event at dinner time, of course. Jim Stankovic, he says, in America, strictly pumpkins we had with an occasional good in a display uncarved. So they're like very similar to pumpkins, aren't they? They're very similar shaped with the same skin. Uh, so thanks for filling us in on that, Jim. Uh, PJ is saying he's in the house. Good morning, Haley. Sounding great as always, listening while sat in the corner of my living room doing the day job. Good for you, PJ. Great to hear from you. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we're having this little around the world quiz. And what I've done is also post the questions with some possible answers in the chat room too. So do check that out if you want a little bit of a clue as to what is coming up next. My last two questions. Question number three was, people put all of their knives away so the spirits that return do not get injured. Where is this place? And uh, we've had some funny answers in inbox, actually. I won't read them out. But the answer is um, Germany. Germany is the answer. So, uh, yeah, very, very smart thinking from the Germans there. We don't want anybody to get injured, even those that aren't with us anymore. Question number four. People have feasts of wine and chestnuts in the cemetery. And that was where our last song came from, that little wine connection there. And this one is Portugal. Portugal, they do that. It sounds fun. It sounds like a movie, that, of a spooky, spooky movie. Question number five. Before going to bed, People leave bread, water, and a lighted lamp out on a table. That's question number five. And question number six, too, here is uh, children run through the streets with lanterns and ask for coins. So where would those places be? If you're in the chat room, you have some suggestions there uh, where they go to bed and leave out bread and water and where they run through the streets with lanterns and ask for coins. If you have any guesses, do say so in the chat room. You can inbox me too, but I I'm not going to read all the inboxes out. Um, so that brings me to our next track. Quite an unusual one, actually, as we're talking about lanterns. And this particular dance is called Light Up a Lantern. It's choreographed by Amy Yang from Taiwan, and it's a very interesting track. Here we go.
Lantern was that dance. I really enjoyed listening to that one. It sounds like a perfect mix of kind of festivity. Great for a Halloween, Christmas, kind of this time of year mix. All right, back into the chat room I go. And uh, Sandra Burns is saying, oh, I love strawberry wine. Think this is the first time I've heard the original track. I only know it from Natalie singing it. Well, Natalie sings it very, very well, Sandra. I, I love both versions. Dave Baycroft says, Pauline loves Halloween and giving sweet bags to the kids and is gutted that it was cancelled. But we thought twice, but it would just not be safe to do it or encourage it. We love doing it when we were in Tucson. That's where we got the bug. And I've actually seen Pauline's posts uh, on Facebook and thought, wow, I wished I lived in that neighborhood. Because, of course, I think you guys sometimes bring over some of the American candy too, Dave and Pauline. And even even when you don't, those uh, little bags that Pauline makes are exceptional. I do wish I lived closer. Uh, but yet, yeah, indeed, it is very, very interesting because I was asking who is trick-or-treating this year. Uh, I feel a little bit like a bar humbug that I have chosen not to take my kids trick-or-treating this year. Well, saying that, the, the oldest two are too big. But we've had a bit of a discussion in class and Boris has apparently announced you can if you want, but personally, I don't feel I want to this year. So let me know if you are opening the door to trick-or-treaters this year. It's going to be very interesting what we think about it. Pauline Baycroft is also saying uh, <laughs> they are turnips, Haley, with the purple skin turn orange when cooked and I stand my ground on this and I believe you 100% Pauline I wish I had had you next to me in that conversation because I I don't know I'm totally lost on that one Daniel Dykemans is in the house good morning Haley, and everyone he says and Anne Spears hello and good morning Haley. lovely to have you with us Anne now we're just chatting about this Halloween around the world quiz if you're in the chat room see what you think we had question here number five and six Number five was which country before going to bed do they leave bread, water and a lighted lamp out on a table? Well, the answer is Austria. They do that in Austria. And question number six, children run through the streets with lanterns and ask for coins. Now, that makes me wonder what's better, coins or candy? I would definitely like some coins if I was a kid. And they do that in Mexico. Mexico is where they do that. Uh, again, we had some, some wrong guesses inbox and none in the chat room. So let me know what you think of these next questions. Question number seven. Where in the world do men in the village dress in costumes and perform Odo plays on stage in honour of the dead? Oh, it must be a very theatrical country. And question number eight. Blue cats in this country are a sign of good luck. Where is it? Blue cats are a sign of good luck. I'm going to play this class favourite from my beginner's class now as we're talking about cats. This one is Go Cat Go. Mama. I've been good all week long And I think it's about time For my reward I don't need no chocolates With cherries inside No, mama I just want to go Tonight Well, mama Ain't a go out tonight Well, it's real cool 
Go, a fantastic choreography by Gay Tether. And in the chat room, Ross Brown has joined us. Good morning, Haley and listeners. I've got you switched on, he says, whilst chilling and setting up. Hope everyone is well. I was thinking of providing some sweets for any trick-or-treaters, but I'm not so sure. I may just prepare some chockies for the neighbors' kids. That's a really nice idea, Ross. Uh, always maybe distributing to those you know. Uh, it's just a tricky situation, isn't it? Uh, a lady at my class said yesterday, Today she's got some um, like tongs she's going to serve up the candy with. Uh, I've noticed in my neighborhood some have said they're leaving them on the step. But do we trust children to just take one? I wonder. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I think they do this in America too. Just let them help themselves. I'm not sure if uh, our English children are as well trained as the American children. I'm not sure. Welcome into the chat room, Angela Driver. Hello, my Angela. Good morning, Haley. she says. And it's great to have you with us. And Ross has also shared a fantastic gif there of some very interesting, interestingly carved fruit. There's even peppers in there, Ross. That's fantastic. And an onion. Wow. Someone spent a lot of time doing that. And we are asking about these traditions from around the world. My last couple of questions was number seven. Men in the village dress in costumes and perform Odo plays on stage in honor of the dead. Where is this? Where do we think this is? And the answer is Nigeria. This happens in Nigeria. And where are blue cats a sign of good luck? Well, blue cats are a sign of good luck in Russia. And especially if you see them around this time of year. So there we go. And uh, we have a few more questions coming up. But first of all, I'm just going to let you listen to a few more of our fantastic shows we have available on Line Dancer Radio. Join Jenny's Jukebox, online dancer radio. Thursdays, 10 p.m. to midnight. For songs to dance to, spotlight features, and the U.S. country charts. Do you miss Line Dancer magazine? Then get ready to go back in time. Timelines with Dave Morgan. 
Mondays, 9pm UK time, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. Come and join multi-award winning DJ and Crystal Boot Hall of Fame member Dave Baycroft for the monthly chart show, Saturdays 12 till 3, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. Time to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. And there we have it. Check out those fantastic shows coming up in the next week. So uh, I'm just checking at the chat room. Judith Kennedy has joined us. She says, morning, princess. I might want to add that this is my mum. That's not how everyone addresses me. I remember going to a Halloween party at dancing class when I was about six or eight. And we had to take a decorated turnip. Not pumpkins then, as you said. My dad carved a face on one side and on the back he carved an amazing scene with a witch on a broomstick the cat and the moon etc and i was well proud ah that's a nice memory there and she says happy halloween to all also so we're just finishing off this little halloween halloween around the world quiz and i'm just hearing about where you think these particular countries are that have these little traditions uh question number nine okay where do you think this place is they hold hold a feast of hungry ghosts remember these questions are in the chat room if you want to read along with me they hold a feast of hungry ghosts question number 10 they celebrate a mischief night called guy fawkes eve very interesting guy fawkes eve so where are these places where do you think they're from while we're on the subject of mischief i really like this song that i uncovered the dance is called getting into mischief choreographed by janelle kent and david kenny and the music is back of the barn sung by tanya kernigan
barn and the dancers calls getting into mischief a great one that one and my last two quiz questions were where in the world do they hold a feast of hungry ghosts and i have had a guess from someone asia asia and number 10 they celebrate a mischief night called guy Fawkes eve well the answer to number nine was pretty close with asia i guess uh china it's in china specifically where they do this and number 10 where do they uh have Guy Fawkes Eve that would be in Australia I didn't know this but indeed in Australia is the place apparently they do this and in the chat room I'm just looking uh Jim was saying it's a lie that I don't that everybody doesn't call me princess he says you tell people to address you as princess Mm, perhaps uh, that would be a good way to do it. You know, if, if I'm an English person in America, why not? Can I not have that as a new rule there, Jim? For when I visit you over there, Ross Brown is just escaping from the barn in that gif. Fantastic. Uh, Jim is saying we have a mischief night, but we don't call it Guy Fawkes. Uh, Guy Fawkes isn't associated with that. And uh, Angela is saying that she was dancing around enjoying Go Cat Go in her kitchen. So thank you for that one too. All right. So we have have two questions left in our quiz and um, if you are in the chat room and looking at these quiz questions remember they should feel a little bit easier because you have only two options left so question number 11 where is it that people have bonfires in front of their houses and they watch elaborate firework shows? Well, surely they're just a few days early, right? Um, Guy Fawkes Night is the 5th of November. Um, number 12, where do people leave their windows and doors open to welcome spirits? So if you think you know where they might be, do just shoot me a little message. And as we're discussing doors, I remember a lovely dance I once did called Green Door. Do you remember it too?
that was the Shaken Stevens version, Pat Stock choreography there and a classic. So we are just finishing off this quiz and the last two answers to the questions, number 11 was Guatemala and number 12 was Poland and I hope you've enjoyed guessing at home. I've had some um, funny answers coming via inbox. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should read them out uh, but they were funny. Thank you very much guys. I've posted the answers in the chat room if you want to check all the ones that maybe you missed. So welcome back into the chat room. Sylvia Schill, how lovely to see you here. She's saying hi and Jim Stankwich is saying I just looked up what they are calling for in my city and they they are saying they would rather either do a trunk or treat where people all park and open up the boot of their cars and pass out candy as the kids run around the parking lot. Well, that's interesting. Um, one part of me says, well, the candy's still coming from people's houses, so will that help? But another part of me is saying, well, you know, you're kind of keeping people out there in the open away from the houses, so that's a great idea. I don't know. What does everyone else think of that idea? Uh, Sandra Burns is there with a great gif popping up in the chat room. She's managed to to squeeze a couple in of that green door there and Ross Brown is saying if I leave my door open can I welcome in these spirits and there is a fantastic selection there of vodka schnapps and all things that will get you giddy I love the suggestion maybe that is how I want to spend my Halloween this year would I be a responsible parent if I did okay I'm gonna play a nice Halloween theme track next this one is the monster mash there is about umpteen Dancers choreographed to this, so take your pick. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly. To my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast, the ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match. They did the monster man. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster man. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds The coffin bangers were about to arrive With their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five They played the mash They played the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They played the mash It caught on in a flash They played the mash They played the monster mash out from his coffin, Rack's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the match. It's now the monster match. The monster match. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the match. 
It's caught on in a flash. It's now the Monster Mash. Now everything's cool. Drax's a part of the band, and my Monster Mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them Bordy sent you. Then you can mash. Then you can Monster Mash. The monster mash. And do my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can Monster Mash. Mash cool, easy God, you impetuous young boy. Mash cool, Janos. I hear that song and I know Halloween is truly here. That was the Monster Mash and what a better way to finish that track off than with this joke that's popped up in the chat room from HP Lowe. He says, greetings from London. He says, what do you call two witches living together? Why, broommates, of course. Fantastic. Thank you for that. And for all these gifs popping up in the chat room, they're fantastic. Look at these monster mash gifs here. Sandra Burns, you always have classic ones. Jim Stankiewicz, Dave Morgan, fantastic. Okay, I have some more information coming up about different traditions around the world. If you have any particular ones, let me know. I think I'm a bit boring. I just do the basic trick-or-treating or decorating the house, trying new spooky recipes. But around the world, they have lots of interesting things that I've never heard of, and I will share them with you. Next up, though, I'm going to go straight into another track. Now, this one seems perfect. Do you remember a dance called Wild Stallion? I'd love to know if you remember it. Well, I do. I absolutely loved this one when I started out, and I was trying to figure out what year it might be from. It must be somewhere after about 97 when I started, and it's fantastic. Uh, It's to the track Ghost Riders and it's choreographed by Hillbilly Rick who uh, was kind enough to send me the track yesterday because the track it was originally choreographed to is one by the Texas Tornadoes and um, they're they're fantastic. Uh, Sadly lost a group member just a couple of weeks ago but amazing talent that we have from Australia with this one all put together in one beautiful bundle that has wowed us the world around. Enjoy this track ladies and gentlemen. This is Ghost Riders and the dance is Wild Stallion.
Oh, wow. I love that. My feet were moving were yours. Oh, brilliant. That was the actual genuine Texas Tornadoes track. And a huge thank you to Hillbilly Rick and David Hoyne for helping me procure that. And thank you, Hillbilly Rick, for such fantastic choreography. It has kept us moving for many years. I am definitely bringing that one back to classes, I think. In the chat room, Dave Morgan is, uh, we're just chatting about his GIF here because it's uh, it's a mad monster party GIF. Uh, it's brilliant, actually, if you look closely at it. Jim is chatting about it. He says, Dave, I love Rankin Bass shows. Never seen that one. Going to have to look it up. And Dave is saying, Jim, it's amazing. Phyllis Diller voices one of the characters. Her laugh, it's so funny. So there's a great suggestion for a Halloween watch, guys. If you're wondering what to do when you're hiding behind the couch with the lights off, ignoring all those very cheeky trick-or-treaters that shouldn't be out this year. I don't know. Should they be out? I'm, I'm, I'm being too strict, possibly. Ross Brown is saying, used to love Wild Stallion. He's got a great gif there wasn't it fantastic and we have some more great wild stallion gifs coming up from sandra here all right how do we celebrate halloween halloween around the world and if you can relate to any of these please do let me know because i would love to hear about it uh in ireland where halloween originally came from and did we know it was originally from ireland uh children get into costumes go trick-or-treating and attend parties barmbrack which is a fruitcake is a traditional Irish food eaten on this holiday. A treat is baked inside the cake as a type of fortune-telling game. That sounds fun. For example, if you find a ring, it means you will soon get married. If you find a piece of straw, it means you're going to have a good year. Snap apple is a popular game in which an apple on a string is tied to a tree or door frame and players try to bite the hanging apple off. I've played this before. Another game is called knock a dolly. Children knock on someone's door before running away, uh, but run away before the door is opened. Well, that doesn't sound fun to me. You want sweets on Halloween. You don't run away before it's opened. Uh, in the USA and Canada, it says uh, children also dress up in costumes. Children go trick-or-treating here within their local communities. And over there is where the famous jack-o'-lantern comes from. And again, more popular in America and Canada to decorate your homes with lots of decorations, pumpkins, scarecrows, and cornstalks, and other popular traditions and actually I was chatting to a friend the other day and saying that I really like how uh, my American friends often change their decor in their house for fall a lot of kind of themed cushions uh, themed decorations in their house and things in their garden uh, just just not necessarily Halloween just associated with that autumn kind of feel and I don't do this I don't think we do it a lot in England but I have decided I am gonna start I'm gonna get some fall cushions for this time next year. In Scotland, children cut scary faces into hollow, hollowed out turnips, uh, sometimes other types of vegetables. We've discussed this today, such as potatoes, and they place a candle inside, although you'd be hard pressed to get a candle inside of a potato. Another thing popular in Scotland is dukin for apples. It's a game played at children's Halloween parties. Again, this is one we did every year as a kid. The idea is to grab apples that are floating in a tub of water using your mouth. 
with your hands tied behind you or trying to catch the apples even with a fork. I don't know if anyone ever tried this. I never used a fork, but I did used to duck my face in that big bowl of water. And the annoying thing was you would spend ages putting on your witchy Halloween makeup, etc, etc, and then would be smeared all down your neck and into your hair after you'd been ducking for apples. Uh, ducking for apples, I used to say, but on on uh, on my sheet here it says duking for apples. So I'd love to know if you played any of those games, either the one with the apple hanging on a string or if you ducked for apple as a kid. And we're going to have another little Halloween tune as we think on this one. It is the very famous thriller coming up and the dancers, the two popular ones, were choreographed by Daniel Trebat and the other was choreographed by Amy Christian. Oh, both great spooky tracks. I love the start of this one. Oh, <laughs> 
midnight hour is close at hand Creatures crawl in search of blood To terrorize your neighborhood And whosoever shall be found Without the soul for getting down Must stand and face the hounds of hell And rot inside a corpse's shell that laugh and I can never get it quite like that that was Thriller some great line dancers choreographed to that one and I'm sure you've seen some great demos of that one I used to do them myself when I was younger and if you've never seen our very own DJ Philip Sobriello dance to that you should he does a fantastic Michael Jackson and in the chat room Jim is saying we're talking about dunking frapples or getting them on a string he said powdered donuts on the string for him wow that's an unhealthy alternative but a tasty alternative and uh, he says we call it bobbing for apples sure sure jim yeah i've called it that too fantastic sandra burns you're up in scotland and she says ducked for apples used a fork as well okay held a donut on a string and had to try and bite it off donuts for you too cool maybe my mom was just mean i wasn't allowed donuts uh too unhealthy <laughs> i can see she's listening in that's why i'm teasing we always moved the string when we were kids uh who we were doing it and we ended up with sugar all over uh the kids ended up with sugar all over their face well that does sound like fun I must admit did anybody ever have a friend ducking for apples and then you put your hand on the back of their head and push their face right in I had that done to me a few times and I may be guilty of doing it back once or twice some great gifs coming up thanks Sandra for the thriller gifs and I'm asking has anyone got their jack-o'-lanterns ready this year actually I'm asking because I'm a little bit jealous I am obsessed with things that are fresh I love fresh food I prefer to cook fresh and so when I saw all the pumpkins for sale about two weeks ago I'm like no way are they gonna last I'm gonna buy mine in the week up to Halloween well Saturday Sunday and yesterday I looked for pumpkins and they're sold out everywhere I can't believe it my little girl keeps saying mom did you find a pumpkin and I'm like no I did not realize they would be sold out so if you're local to me and you see any pumpkins tell me which store because I'm gonna get there Sandra is saying Haley, I damaged the ligament in my thumb so no way I can do it this year I'm so sorry Sandra how did you do that that sounds painful Judith Kennedy is saying sorry if you've mentioned 
mentioned this and I missed it, but do you remember when we used to turn the dining room into a spook alley? You had to touch things like eyeballs, which were really grapes, and disembarked fingers, which were really raw sausages in the dark. I do remember you doing that when I was a kid, mom. It was great fun. And um, I see amazing things like that. We get a lot of uh, things over from America, but they're quite new here. We, we don't in uh, the UK do Halloween quite as well, but I think we're getting there before this COVID issue popped up. So we're talking about how they do things in different places. In the Czech Republic, All Souls Day is actually celebrated on November the 2nd, uh, and it's called Little Souls, which is a day to honour the dead by visiting graves, lighting candles and laying flowers. That sounds very respectful. In Germany, Halloween is celebrated as All Saints Day, honouring the saints as well as family members who have died. People hide their knives, which we discussed earlier, to avoid any harm to returning spirits. A popular Halloween site in Germany is at the 1,000-year-old fortress ruins in Darmstadt, known as Berg Frankenstein. It is believed to be the castle that inspired the novel Frankenstein. Carving pumpkins and dressing up in costumes are also becoming more and more popular in Germany. In Austria, they celebrate Seelenwoche, or All Souls Week, from October the 30th to November the 8th. It's a time to remember loved ones who have passed away. Before going to bed, people leave bread, water, and a lighted lamp. We had this in the quiz too, on a table to welcome dead souls. The following day, families gather with lanterns to lead the dead to the graveyards. Church bells ring at noon, signaling the release of the souls to move on. It sounds like there's some great traditions around the world and all quite respectful to the dead. I know in past shows I've talked about the Mexican Day of the Dead and how much I love the idea of that that specific celebration. Uh, So maybe Halloween, maybe we're viewing it the wrong way, trying to scare ourselves when really we should be looking back at those spirits that have passed on. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, Either way, we're going to have a little bit of a monster-related track and go back to the spookiness next. This was one that was choreographed by Jennifer Chu from Malaysia and myself, and I still love it even now. Really love this one. It's called In Love With A Monster. Before you buy me a rose Covered in dirt Before I'm covered in gold He's trying it on Yeah, he's ticking me off Say what you want But I won't ever be told Cause I'm in
Weekdays, 8 to 9.30 a.m. UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. Grab a beer and shove that prawn on the barbie and join Dazza Down Under. Sundays, 8 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. You know I can't stand it 
believe it or not didn't she sound great and two dance options to that there's one choreographed by Charles and Sandra uh, they're, they're amazing Charles and Sandra they're here in the UK if you want to look up that dance or if you want an Australian alternative there was also one choreographed by Mark Simpkin and Roxanne Motes and uh, just stay with me in the chat room we're just going to talk a little bit more about trick or treat uh, Sandra Burns is also telling me how she damaged her thumb in the chat room ow Sandra uh, but it doesn't matter because it was a football injury and they won the game in the end so all is forgiven um we're talking about trick-or-treat and i am very very curious as to where you live will you be trick-or-treating this year or even if you don't have little ones to trick-or-treat with will you be opening the door or will you be keeping it firmly shut it is very interesting that we all take different takes on this and again i one of those things i don't feel there's a right or wrong with because your area may be different from most or perhaps you have a good reason for wanting to do or make the choice that you are making trick-or-treating is very popular in the united states the united kingdom canada and due to its increased influence from the recent u.s movies and things that we've had trick-or-treating has started to increase in many parts of europe and even parts of saudi arabia The concept originates from the 1800s in Britain, actually, where the poor used to visit houses of the wealthy on feast days and beg for soul cakes and in return prayed for their souls and the souls of their departed relatives. This reached North America in early 1900s and it transformed in the United States to kids being rewarded by their neighbors with fruit, coins, candy, sometimes even songs and rhymes. In the early 1900s, the practice of dressing as a scary or spooky character really came to be a fun theme, especially in the United States. Today, the practice is one of the biggest aspects of Halloween for youngsters the world around. And if you go to many towns all around the world, you'll see many people dressed in spooky costumes. One thing many years ago, and I think maybe again we're adopting it more now, when I lived out uh, in Canada, was to see how they dressed in any costume there. Anything went. Whereas when I grew up in the UK, it was quite limited. You were a vampire, you were a witch, or you were a ghost. And that was about it, I think. And going into my first Walmart Halloween time uh, to see all those extensive costumes, because it didn't matter what you wanted to dress as, even if it wasn't spooky. And uh, my my great nephew actually last week went to nursery dressed as a clown because he said he didn't want to scare people he just wanted to make them happy and I love that spoken from the voice of a little four-year-old there it was beautiful 
but they don't dress up and do trick-or-treat in all the all the world round some have festivals and parades and these are found in several cities and can offer a very interesting con contrast to all the dressing up and the spooky stuff in China they have a Halloween festival known as Tengche where food and water are placed in front of the photographs of the deceased family members while bonfires and lanterns light the path for the spirits as they travel the world on the night of Halloween. It's also believed that Halloween has its in orig origins in the Celtic festival of Samhain which is celebrated in Ireland and parts of Scotland and this generally involves bonfires, communal gatherings, superstition, apple bobbing and even back in the day some dressing up. In Wales, the Carlin Gaif Festival used to have associations with witches coming out in the night and a legend of a black sow roaming the, uh, roaming the night uh, and the countryside with a headless woman, uh, which of course used to scare children quite a lot. Uh, we can look at some of the religious festivals that can happen too, but where you live, is it any different? What, what do you celebrate where you live? Do you even celebrate? Is Halloween just a no-go for you? Um, we were talking about, uh, Judith had put in the chat room, my mom, about uh, when she used to do a bit of a spook alley. Ross Brown is saying, I used to do that. He says he used to use cauliflower for brains too. That sounds fun. Uh, Ross said, I thought you just said Sandra was in injured her thumb during the chat. I was thinking it was the frantic GIF searching that caused the injury. No, her GIFs are still on top form despite the injury. Well done for that, Sandra. Leslie Kidd is saying, I always hand out sweets to the little ones on Halloween. Hayley. I love seeing them come around all dressed up and excited. I live on an estate with a lot of young families. That's lovely, Leslie. I think that's really nice. As I say, it's been quite a predicament this year, but certainly in past years, I have wondered why more, especially when I had very young children, why can't they come out and just hand a few sweets? It's just a bag of sweets. It's one night of the year, um, but I can understand people that don't, but that's my view on it. So good for you, Leslie. Uh, very, very good for you. Do you celebrate any more traditions? And would you believe as we uh, are watching, I'm, I'm one of my traditions is always watching a spooky movie. Uh, and I'm coming to, would you believe that this particular movie theme song has dancers choreographed to it? I didn't know till I looked it up, but there was a, tr a dance choreographed to this Ghostbusters track choreographed by Roy Hadis had a Subroto and uh, Raymond Salaman and it's a it looks like a great dance if you look it up online and of course it is a Halloween theme tune indeed <laughs>
Okay, uh, Sandra Burns is saying, we get kids from all over coming into our wee estate. The first year we lived there, we had over 100 bags get handed out. Oh my goodness. We were frantically searching cupboards, trying to find more things to hand out. I've been there where we've ran out of things. Not lately though. I usually have loads of sweets left lately, which does not bode well for my diet at this time of year. Luckily, none of them have peanut butter in, which means they would get eaten because uh, I noticed uh, the American candy is always better. I, I would be like twice my size if I lived there. Uh, Ross Brown, your gif is fantastic. He's dressed up as a ghost there. I'm sure that's you in that ghost costume there, Ross. Uh, is anyone dressing up this Halloween? Have you got any costumes planned? Again, that's all gone in the pan, down the pan for me. I'm not dressing up, but are you? Uh, some great Ghostbuster gifs there too from Sandra. Thank you. We have our marshmallow man there. He is awesome. Okay, so I'm talking about festivals, religious traditions during Halloween too. Maybe not just the ones we think of. Some branches of the Christian faith abhor Halloween, in fact, and the idea of celebrating devils and ghouls. 
uh, they can't stand it. Uh, in other areas in Central America, some children actually dress as biblical characters instead. In Romania, people place candles on shrines dedicated to their dead relatives, but there is also a strong connection there with Dracula, as the country celebrates. The Philippines has a tradition of groups of children going from door to door, but they are singing instead about the souls in purgatory although this practice is actually dwindling to be replaced with the American way of trick or treating. And of course, we've talked a lot today about the difference between pumpkin and vegetable lanterns. As part of the Harvest Festival, pumpkins were traditionally taken from the ground, and this is why they're abundant at this time of year, and so forth used as part of our tradition. And it is the same reason that some people use turnips. They hollowed them out and used them as a face, often putting a candle inside, because it's the time of year when they are ripe. Now uh, some are known as a jack-o'-lantern uh, but perhaps you don't use that phrase. That tends to be an American turn of phrase too. If you call them jack-o'-lanterns I'd be interested to know. Uh, this practice is related to the belief that spirits and goblins are out on All Hallows Eve but despite the variation in legends the term originally meant a night watchman or a man with a lantern is where the name jack-o'-lantern comes from. Other Halloween traditions, like in the US, Belgium locals believe that it's unlucky for a black cat to cross one's path. In Germany, we've mentioned they celebrate All Saints Day. We mentioned the knives, of course. They don't want to harm the spirits. Uh, we also spoke about Mexico and Latin America with their All Souls Day, which is two days after Halloween. In Czechoslovakia, chairs are placed by the fireside on Halloween night. One chair is placed in honour out of each living family member that has been lost. So that's nice to commemorate those that have passed over. Lay out a chair for them and welcome their spirit back into your home of course um one of the things we were talking about is all those crazy vegetables that you hollowed out and one suggestion again it's come via private message but again please do post in the chat room i see a lot of these i miss a lot of them until after the show but one person is saying they once carved out a very large beet you know, like a beetroot. Oh my goodness. Um, but we also know that Halloween was not well known or celebrated in France until you would believe it was as late as 1996. So again, some of the things they do around the world. Uh, has anyone ever carved out anything weird? We were talking about gourds and we were talking about turnips. Uh, we had some peppers on Ross's picture. <laughs> there's some strange things I think mine would be, would be a turnip I don't think I've ever carved out anything stranger than that but it's interesting to know perhaps and I'm going to play you another little Halloween themed one next I'm sure this particular witch doctor carved out a lot of strange things this was a great dance by Michael Vera Lobos in its day hey witch doctor give us the magic words you go ooh 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 ah ah, ting ting, walla walla ping ping. All right. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting ting, walla walla bang bang. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting ting, walla walla bang bang. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting ting, walla walla bang bang. Ooh ee ooh ah ah, ting ting, walla walla bang bang. Do 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 do. Go, go, go. I told 
told the witch doctor I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor he told me what to do. He told me. Okay, guys, I hope you sang along to that one. You know the words. Uh, in the chat room, I'm jumping back in. Ross Brown's asking about the number the Ghostbusters answer to. That's definitely a conversation starter there, Ross. And uh, Jim's shared a great gif with us. Sandra is saying, I love the Witch Doctor. I play this for Cameron along with the Aqua Cartoon Heroes and Juicy Wiggle. I, so many colors in that music video, right, Sandra? I bet he loves it. Ross Brown is saying, in the old TV sitcom, Bottom. Oh, I used to love Bottom. Do you remember Eddie carved carrots for their Halloween party? Turned out he'd put dynamite in them. I remember the carrots, but not the dynamite. Must watch that one again. Sandra Burns, another great gif from you there for that witch doctor gif. And Ross Brown saying, I've used the witch doctor songs for doing country walking too. The heel split went really well to the Walla Walla Bing Bang. Oh, I might try that one, Ross. Thanks for that suggestion. So just in this little last block of our show, we're just going to talk about places you may want to visit around the world if you're planning a very spooky Halloween. Again, if you have any suggestions, let me know. Uh, going to your mother-in-law's house does not count. Here we have Salem, Massachusetts. That is a joke. I like my mother-in-law. I get on with her. Salem, Massachusetts. She says, if you're planning to go somewhere special for Halloween, uh, 
uh, under this recommendation into our inbox here it says one of the most quintessential halloween destinations is salem massachusetts of course we all heard about it if not if not just seen it in a movie salem has a unique way of seeming spooky and halloween centric all year round but salem in october is the best place to be the things to do in Salem in October and during Halloween are endless, no matter what your interests, witches, haunted tours, pirates, historical locations, filming locations, and more, Salem has got it. In fact, one of the best things to do would be to visit the filming locations because Hocus Pocus was filmed there. Have you seen that movie, Hocus Pocus? I watched it the other week with my little ones, my, my not-so-little ones, I have to stop saying that. Paying your respects at the different sites surrounding the Salem witch trials is also interesting too they have the Salem Witch Museum, take a ghost tour and visit the old burying grounds, visit the witch house and much, much more. So that was one of the suggestions in my inbox. Remember, if you want to message me, you can do so at hitcheridewithhaley at outlook.com and I will reply to your emails or announce them on air. I've looked for some suggestions of my own too, which I will come to very soon. But let's just listen to one of our Lizzie Clark choreographies next. This one is by the Steve Miller Band and it's seemed an appropriate one while talking about witches. It's called Abracadabra. Magic. 
on the Honky Tonk Highway with Kelly Cavallaro. To find out what happened the morning after and the night before, Tuesdays, 2 p.m. UK time, on Line Dance on Radio. Yep, and remember to tune in with Kelly next week, but if you want a little bit of extra Halloween fun, he is on After Dark this Friday night for a Halloween special. So check out that one. And uh, that was my spookiest voice. That's the best I can do, unfortunately. Hello. Uh, That last track was Abracadabra, choreographed by our Auntie Lizzie. And there's choreographed, if you want to dance to choreography by uh, Chris Cleveley and William Savone, you can do so too. Fantastic choreographies to that dance. And we were talking about if you are dressing up for Halloween and Jim is saying in the costume department, my hairdresser's son has requested to go as a pickle. Ross Brown is saying, I'm guessing it's a Rick and Morty connection. Uh, If you haven't seen that Rick and Morty cartoon, it is very popular at the moment. Uh, Jim is saying, I thought so too, but he's really too young to have seen that. I think he's just turned five this year. So Ross is like, hmm. And Jim is like, "Uh, Ross, like Hayes said, anything goes, some kids just get stuck with an idea. They sure do. They sure do. I've had some funny ones over the years uh, and I've seen some funny ones. Um, I could could think, I could go on about what my kids wanted to dress as. Uh, So anyway, we were talking about Salem and visiting Salem. I was asking if you'd seen the movie Hocus Pocus, because of course, if you have, you'll see that that includes a lot about Salem and the witch trials. If you've ever read the history on Salem, it's so interesting, actually, and so crazy the way people thought back then. And Jim is saying, actually, Salem is not the place to go this year. But normal years, yes, I am available to give tours. Well, I would love to volunteer to come and have one of those tours, Jim, because it's a place I've always been interested to visit because of the history. I love the history. Uh, You want to hear something about my ignorance. My geography isn't great. As you would know, there are many Salems actually in the United States. And I always figured one of the Salems out on the West Coast was was the Salem. I only really recently learned that it is the Salem near, near you, Jim, which is the Salem indeed. Uh, but some great gifs coming up for Hocus Pocus there. If you're in the mood, get on and watch that very soon. It's a great one to watch for Halloween. I used to, I used to really fancy Omri Katz out of it when I was a kid. I thought he was cute. <laughs> kid crush. So uh, if you want to go somewhere else and again as Jim says really we're talking about future years not now and this is the point of this show to give you options for the future or just take you in your mind but Halloween in Tokyo is meant to be spectacular in fact it's only come together in recent years it's only hit the radar of the Japanese people has Halloween but when the Japanese embrace a new holiday boy do they embrace it and they go all in Halloween is no exception to this from the 1st of October the shops around Japan will start decorating with typical Halloween decorations. You have pumpkins, spiders, witches, skeletons and anything else you would typically associate with the holiday. You'll see it all on display. Plus they have all the Halloween themed treats and snacks which can be bought as as over here and in the States in supermarkets, restaurant, special confectionaries all over the country. 
but apparently over there in Japan, the Mr. Donut Halloween, Halloween themed donuts are to die for. But the highlight of Halloween in Tokyo is the Halloween event that takes place in Shibuya on the Halloween weekend. Tourists and locals alike show up in their best and most creative Halloween costumes. It is all about seeing and being seen, taking countless selfies with other people and simply just having fun until the end of the night. There's a suggestion. If you're looking for somewhere to spend Halloween next year, I hear Japan is wonderful. Head out to Tokyo. Dutch in line with DJ Fred Broy. Tuesdays from Spain here on Line Dancer Radio. The show dedicated to Dutch, Belgium and German line dance choreographers. And spooky, they're all together, hooky, the Adams family. Their house is a museum, when people come to see them, they really are a scream, the Adams family. Neat, sweet, petite. So get a witch's shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on, we're gonna pay a call on, the Adams family. Did you know there was a dance choreographed to that? Well, they, there was two actually, and they came out in the same month. It may be no coincidence that it was October, which is Halloween month, but it was in 2014. They're choreographed by Pat Adkins and Brenda Holcomb. The Adams Family is the name of the dance too. So we're just talking about places you may want to visit for that spooky feel at this time of year. I have a huge list, but I'm just picking a few out. Of course, Salem was there. Whitby Abbey is another. I'm bringing you right close to my hometown at the moment. This is the spooky place that's near me. It's located in Whitby on the North Yorkshire coast and it is an inspiration for the Dracula novel and the place where the Count first arrived in England in the story. If you visit Whitby on an overcast day, you will understand why it inspired such a dark novel as the imposing ruins peer over the coastal town. I've been to the Abbey, it's fantastic, but my goodness, what a climb. If you're climbing up there, it is quite a trek. The town of Whitby is said to be the home to at least 12 spirits as well as several other mythical creatures such as a large demon dog and ghost tours do indeed run regularly during halloween the abbey is illuminated and visitors can enter the dark to hear chilling stories of witches of dracula and the ghosts who haunt the ground and of course the place where uh, bram stoker actually wrote it the hotel room is up there looking out to the sea with that eerie feel there i'm laughing right in the middle of that i've just remembered a funny story 
from when uh, I went into a ghost tour there with my mom. I was a teenager. <laughs> She'll kill me for telling this. She freaked out by one of these spooky things that come out at the end. It was a Dracula kind of character. And she literally just grabbed me and tried to pull me up the stairs. I was about 15 then, I think, and mortified that she was freaking out. But, oh, it's a funny memory now. <laughs> Sorry for telling that one, mom. Um, in the chat room, I'm just wondering how you're getting on there. Sandra Burns has to go back to the vans now. She says, Ross, she'll jiff you and during your show at lunchtime because, of course, you are up next, Ross. And uh, Ross is saying, Haley, do you know Sarah Jessica Parker, who plays one of the Sanderson sisters in Hocus Pocus, has personal connections to the Salem witch trials? I didn't know that, actually. Thanks for that, Ross. Eddie Huffman is in the house. He's saying, good morning, my friend. Enjoy your day and be safe. Okay, so... We'll be doing lots of screaming and shouting this Halloween, so I'm going to play this next one. This is a little one I choreographed called Beginner Rock, and it was just mentioned to me the other week as someone remembered learning this one. I had a lovely compliment for this one. Here it is. It's a little bit of Britney. Bring the action. When you hear this in the club, you gotta talk to me up. You gotta talk to me up. You gotta talk to me up. When we up in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. See the boys in the club. They watching us. They watching us. They watching us. Everybody in the club. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out. And scream and shout and let it out. We say you know oh, we are, we are, we are. We say you know oh, we are, we are, we are. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out. And scream and shout and let it out. We say you know oh, we are, we are, we are. You are now, now rocking with. Well, I am in Action. Rock and roll, everybody let's lose control All the bottom we let it go Going fast, we ain't going slow No, no, hey, yo Hear the beat, now let's hit the flow Drink it up and then drink some more Light it up and let's let it blow, blow, blow Hey, yo, rock it out, rockin' out If you know what we talking about Turn it up and burn down the house, house, house Hey, yo, turn it up and don't turn it down Here we go, we gon' shake the ground Cause everywhere that we go Bring the action. When you hear this in the club, you gotta talk to me up. You gotta talk to me up. You gotta talk to me up. When we up in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. You see them girls in the club? They looking at us. They looking at us. They looking at us. Everybody in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out. And scream and shout and let it out. We saying oh we are, we are, we are. We saying oh we are, we are, we are. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out. And scream and shout and let it out. We saying oh we are, 
rockin' with Well, I am in beginner rock that one a nice little easy one actually i might share that on my wall if anyone wants to take it on for halloween and we were just talking about places around the world you can visit for halloween of course most of us aren't going anywhere at the moment in this particular climate but perhaps you want to visit some spooky places in future of course one of the ones i always fancied doing was universal studios ghost walk that looks amazing but there are genuinely spooky places around the world i had a huge list i won't get time to tell you about them all uh, on the list were places such as Iron Plague Village in Derbyshire. Uh, we had Fierce Scream Park at Avon Valley, Warwick Castle. Uh, I mentioned Whitby Abbey, Bolsover Castle in Derbyshire. Uh, Nottingham has some spooky things that go on at this time of year too. Also at Glasgow Necropolis. Greyfriars Graveyard in Edinburgh is an amazing place too for that spooky feeling. Tivoli Gardens in Copenhagen also. In Denmark you could go to Dragsholm Castle which is kind of spooky. Prague at Halloween has a lot of going on too. And Transylvania in Romania they especially get their groove on for Halloween. North Macedonia has some good stuff too you can do. Dent Schoolhouse in Cincinnati has a brilliant tale about a free janitor so you could head out there if you wanted to new orleans and halloween go together like cookies and cream you have halloween in lewisville kentucky which is an amazing place to visit for some great jack-o'-lanterns things like that uh, boston i didn't get time for Jim. i would have loved your opinion on this one the boston freedom trail uh, is one too uh, places in california santa barbara hotel galvez uh, in texas and just some amazing places, plus the Laparel White House, which is a possessed house. I just need an extra hour, I think, to tell you about these places. But there's some great suggestions there, and I've had a really great time celebrating Halloween with you. Remember, stay tuned in this Friday if you want a little bit more. And whatever you're doing for Halloween, however you're celebrating, I hope that you enjoy it. And I hope that you get lots of candy. And here is a bit of Robin Will Robbie Williams with candy and the dance was choreographed by Richard and Lorna. It's a little too high. See you next week, guys, and thanks so much.
Welcome to the Positive Change Line Dancer Radio, the only station dedicated to line dance. 